What do you say? What do you say? I said, this is not an episode that they play on the marathon. <laughs> I, I, you don't see this. I mean, if you do, it's like, this is, this is a 4.30 a.m. marathon run. <laughs> yeah, this is one where you woke up after you like kind of slept off some of the booze, and you're like, uh, "Oh, what the fuck is stopwatch?" And then your mind can I can I stop right here and just we are recording by the way. Can I stop oh, right here and just say fuck this episode title? A kind of a stopwatch. No, one too many A's in that sentence. Rod didn't write this, did he? Yeah, Rod, teleplay by Rod, Michael D. Rosenthal, based on a story by. But the title has, it should be a kind of stopwatch, not a kind of a stopwatch. No. No. Not not for nothing. I should have known Rod wrote this because it was supposed to be a comedy that failed miserably. (laughs) Yeah. and I mean, McNulty is not like a dead giveaway that Rod wrote wrote it, but eh. It's not not wacky. Well, I could not stop thinking about the wire. <laughs> right? I expected they got to get trashed and like fuck a whore. <laughs> like, and throw, then fake a murder. Yeah. <laughs> or get, get drunk in the train tracks with his best friend and then throw a bottle at nothing. <laughs> How many times did McNulty do that? <laughs> he is the most overacting, greatest actor. In the, in the and fun fact, British. I know. Dude, that, that blew me away. I, I was like, no, oh. he's one of the greatest. I love that fucking show. But the first time I heard him talk, I was like a dog <laughs> when you fart in the room. <laughs> like, <"Huh?" laughs> Isn't he in uh 300? Doesn't he play the bad guy that puts a knife up to the wife's ribs and then she does the same thing to him later? He's like, you want to feel what it's like inside you or some weird shit? He straight raw dogs are in the ass. Yeah. I mean, I would too. Dude, if I was a senator in Sparta, I'm definitely railing the queen. And then she goes on the Game of Thrones. That's what happens. You got to fuck her in the ass. And has it done by her brother. So it it makes the 300 (laughs) version almost. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, somehow they made it tolerable in 300. Yeah, yeah. She was like, you know, I really set the bar high. Where how can I how can I make it worse? I know. Get literally how sex looks <laughs> railed in a caught by a child by your brother. And you gotta boot, boot him off the building. Yeah, and then child murder. And that's like, how we'll start off our show. Yep. Game oh, of oh, yeah. I think that's then, episode one. It it really is. It's it's twenty <laughs> minutes in episode yeah. one. It's that's how the show starts, guys. <laughs> Child murder and incest. You know why I know that episode so well is because I watched Game of Thrones like three times, the first episode, and I was like, ah, can I get into this? And I take yes, another five months been. off, and then I watch it again, and I'm like, ah, I watched two episodes. <laughs> I'm like, I had a real slow start to Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, and then by season seven, it was just a train wreck that derailed. Yeah, if I mean this is giving me a visual thing, but my slow start was like, eh, 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 eh. okay, here we go, here we go, and the last season six was like, ah, slowing down, slowing down. Season seven, oh god, here we, okay, fine, here we season, are. 
Yeah, season seven, we now have dragons that can do Mach 13. Yeah. Her and Jamie get collapsed by a roof, I guess. That's extremely dark and out of focus. And so I guess they're dead. It Uh, was, dude, it was the most fanfare pandering shit writing. I could have wrote that ending just by going onto YouTube and listening to the most wanted ending to the season and just take it from there because that's what it was what's that what's our uh friend on twitter gray matter gray oh oh you mean um uh oh the chick yeah the what's her name oh her name is um i'm gray uh um i call her gray because i know her so well yeah Um, isn't it gray matter or gray i want to say yeah yeah Okay, either way, let's not focus on that so much. But either way, like I look at her posts a lot, but I'm not a huge Game of Thrones fan, clearly. But even then, I was like, I like Jamie, but Cersei could die by getting gutted by some random character we've never seen, and I'd be fine with it. But they had to go arm and uh, holding each other and the roof collapse. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> look, it's, and it's because Braun asked him, you know, how do you want to die? And... He said, in the arms of the woman I love. Great. Great. Don't care. And fair pandering shit writing. They could have killed him when that dragon was shooting fire at him, but when he dove in the water, remember? They could have killed him right there. I would have been like, all right. It was like, how deep is that creek? (laughs) Yeah. I I expected me, because he didn't show up for another like two or three episodes. I was like, all right, he's dead. (laughs) Fine. Season seven jumped all over the place. It's like they're stuck on an island, and then Gendry runs the uh, thousand uh, mile sprint, you know, through the snow. Yeah. Like that, because Gendry is so cock diesel that he can run fast, I guess. And then they get a pigeon or white, whatever. To, to fly all the way down to Dragonstone. We'll be done with our Game of Thrones talk in a minute here, by the way, but keep going, Frank. So, yeah, so <laughs> I just want okay, so, and while this is happening, they're surrounded by a bunch of, you know, those uh, uh, walkers, whatever, and they can't cross. The white water. walkers. Yeah, they won't walk across water. You know what I mean? So, fine. Um, one night goes by. And then it becomes day again. And then Dumbhound just has to tempt them with rocks, right? That was stupid. But it's okay because Gendry ran to the wall. They sent a sparrow to fly, you know, Mach 22 down to Dragonstone. Then Danny had to dramatically, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And have everybody tell her what she shouldn't do and then does like she normally does. I don't know why she has these people around her. <laughs> Please tell me what to do so I cannot do what you say, basically. Then she jumps on a dragon, takes two of them, because that's what we need. We need two for some reason, not three, just two. And no, do we take three? I don't it, care. It doesn't matter. Point being There's is, only two at that point. Because one's is dead. No there is no way. She gets to north of the wall as far as they were within, we're saying, a 17-hour swing here. <laughs> like, from the time they're stranded to the time they need help, she shows up. 
17 hours tops. Yeah, maybe they, 20. I, I'm not completely sure how far away these these places are in a map, but I've seen the map, and the north wall is very north. Place where Dragonstone is to the northwest of 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 um, uh, King's Landing. Yeah, and I'm not talking a far like. You could paddle boat your ass to the island, and it would take a half day. It's not that far. Yeah. Like, like, it's, like if you had a fishing boat, two hours tops. That's how far away. So it, it might as well just be, like, part of King's Landing, because that's where the prince would usually live until the king died. Yeah, I remember that part of the map. Um, so that's far, because it took the Starks to walk... In season one, from Winterfell, which is about halfway to where they were above the wall, right? Yeah. So it took them almost a, a season month to walk it. It took to them King's a fucking Land. season to get down there. That's what I mean. To get beheaded. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Look how long it took her and Jamie, uh, you know, uh, what's her face and Jamie to uh, walk from the middle in between Winterfell and King's Landing and walk his ass to King's Landing. Look how long that took. So I guess what we're saying is welcome to the LAW Twilight Zone Review. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have not been able to get the how much I hate Game of Thrones. Not Game of Thrones, I won't say that. I hate the writers, D&D, the double dicks. It's like and, the worst of Lost and... Uh, what other show were you reminding me of just a second ago? Oh, fuck, it's gone. Like the worst of Lost wrapped up in there and it just petered out. Cats. House. I watched every season episode of House, Me and too. there was two seasons in there where it was like, "Oh God, what the hell am I watching?" It was during the writer's strike. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean when he started stalking his boss? I think he drove a car into her house. <laughs> well, no, because he's always trying to fuck her. Yeah, um, but he didn't drive a car into her house in the early epi- early seasons. Oh, you're right. That was the writer's strike, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. He drove a car in our house and then faked his own death. That's how that show ends. And that, yeah, yeah, that was the last episode, right? He did that so he can go off with. It was sweet. They they managed to have it like true to the characters, but it still was like, what the fuck? Because he wanted to go off with Wilson because Wilson was dying of cancer, ironically, even though he's a cancer doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Um, yes, you sure it was during the writing strike because I'm pretty sure the writing strike was. No, that was movie. after. But that's how they had to go, uh, we had to wrap this up. Uh, blah, 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 blah. He does this, blah, 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 bye. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. It's like he relapses, and then he drives into a house. He's constantly relapsing, so I didn't really care about that. But it, Not for nothing, house. It's Vicodin, dude. It's Vicodin, you pussy. I mean. <laughs> He's supposed to be it, a doctor, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but how can somebody have such a problem with Vicodin? It's like half a Percocet. It's nothing. It's like a two-day... Oh, I feel like shit. Oh, that, okay, that, that's over. I <laughs> mean, get out of my face. And that's why we don't have an opium epidemic in this country. It's just easy to give up. Uh, yeah, no, we do. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Let's okay. go to the theme song. Yeah, so that's a pretty good. I shall talk to you about glorious conformity, about the delight 
and the ultimate pleasure of our unified society. Well, Miss Powell, you're looking as beautiful as ever. You make an old doctor wish you were a young intern. <laughs> Just as beautiful as you were when you were a little girl. I had quite a crush on you. I lived in the same apartment building. She moves fast for a big one. No, 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 no trouble. I just killed my wife. How come? You be dead. You're a silly old fool of a man. Oh, stop treating me like a retarded child or something. How come you don't make my leg well? Because then I wouldn't have the fun of carrying you. And you'd get yourself a young boyfriend. Something wrong with her. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. How is my favorite attractive young widow? Perfect, as always. Are you describing yourself, Mr. West? Let the mistress decide. There is no God! Viva, 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 Clemente! I'm here, Clemente! And I agree with you about what they call music. Why don't you play some? It's so long. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LA Demi the Twilight Zone review. Now that we're almost 14 minutes in, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. You are, it's the first time you get to hear that all the way through because last time you were out of the room. <clears throat> yeah, I, dude, that was. Uh, no, no, it was. The, it was the second time I heard it. Was it? I thought you were. <laughs> oh, I remember. It's been uh, months since we recorded, but we're back. Yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> medical issues get in the way, but you know, and uh, Corona. Goddamn Corona! My brother recovered, by the way. Did he? Uh, Good. On on the seventh, he was officially in the recovered uh, column, and he was free to go back to work. He was. Well, everybody's quarantined, so he was he was double quarantined, double you know double secret quarantine. Oh but wow! You got the secret. Animal House dean in the for a doctor. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> double secret probation quarantine. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. for catching up to that. Oh, of course I got it. <laughs> but it's one of the few times I actually granted you a, a movie reference without fucking it up for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So we're I doing. I pulled it out to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, a kind of a stopwatch, Frank. Uh, a title with too many A's in it and not enough going on in it to fulfill an episode, even though it's season five, not four. Although, um, okay, so we all love, know, and love the Twilight Pwn. and sometimes I'll, I'll think of them when I see like, oh, that was a pwn, right? The beginning of this episode was the most ponalicious poning of pones I've ever seen Rod write down on paper and have people act out. What do, you, what do you mean by that? Every uh, uh, the blonde, pretty much. Oh, okay, yeah, the the girl. She, yeah, she poned him like three times in one scene. She was like, it's like he hired a secretary to be a professional cock block, and she's like, "Got it, Sarge. I can do that." God, I want anybody through these gates. Got it. Also, you know, off the hand it to Rod, he really went as far as he possibly could in this one. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, but yeah, like he there was a there's a few things that he did that I went <laughs> he got away with that. Well, fuck it, do it now. I mean, 
I, I don't have a whole lot of notes for this episode, and I watched it, I don't know, two months ago. So go ahead and uh, whatever you think he, he got away with. I don't remember a whole lot of what she said. Well, it really wasn't what she said. It was what she was doing at one of the times he clicked the stopwatch. <laughs> She's yeah. doing the hand chug in front of her mouth, grasping the balls, the imaginary balls. and She was on her hands and knees in, in the uh, boss's office behind the desk. A lot of anal references. I couldn't believe it. It was crazy. Uh, what? Uh, you weren't what? watching close enough if you didn't catch them. Uh, I must have missed that one. Yeah, she was She was uh, not letting him in. Those gates were closed, and she was not a part of it. And he tried, he tried, but he couldn't get that car to park in there. Just couldn't fit in the little tight little parking spot. He beamed it, and he just folded all the doors back and went through the sunroof. He, uh, he pushed too hard and folded in half. Have you had that happen? I think everybody has. It's it's a nightmare. I've done it with the door. Uh, yeah, the, the door. door. Where you or the mirrors aren't all the way tucked in, and you scrape the mirrors on the side, and the mirrors bend, and you're just like, nope, done, bye. <laughs> Off I go. Yeah. No, um, I, I ran out of gas pulling into work one time, and it was like a it's like a valley-ish type of parking lot. So I pulled in the one side. So I could have momentum to back up next to this big pickup truck. Are you talking about an actual traffic parking story right now? I'm talking about how I Tommy Boyd my my fucking <laughs> driver's side door all the way back to the front fender. And then a deer kicked out the window. This <laughs> went Nasty. crazy. Yeah. The the only way I got my door closed is I lined it up with the latch because it just wouldn't close. And I, I got like 20 feet away, and I ran full speed into my door. <laughs> Knocked myself out almost. Fucked my so- shoulder up, and that door never opened again. <laughs> and your toupee flew off halfway. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? I did, speaking of a deer, I did hit a deer a week earlier. So at that point, I really didn't care anymore. And I sold the car for as much as the rims cost. You probably would have fell asleep and crashed it anyway soon, so you're fine. I wish I would have. That thing was a tank. That would have been <laughs> much well. No, I think it would have killed more people. I mean, I never killed anyone. That's not that's. But I think it would have made a lot more. Uh, no, I don't think it's possible. No, yeah, you can't backtrack murder. Let's let's continue though. Yeah, it, it was vehicular manslaughter. Moving on. My first note of this episode is this guy should get the shit kicked out of him. That's my first note. And one of seven notes. Suck it, McNulty. You know what, McNulty? <laughs> yeah. uh, it, you know, instead of listening to you talk, I would rather go home and just eat my wife's cooking. Do you understand how she doesn't know what salt is, McNulty? How much uh, I hate you. I'd rather stick my dick in Frank's car door and slam it while it's stuck between two parked cars and, and barely be, give, be able to get out of there. I'd rather do that than listen to your shit. You know what, McNulty? If if I had a choice between listening to you and sticking my dick in a fucking fire ant, uh, uh, you know, mound, I'd be slathering on the honey before you finish the question. That's pretty good. That's pretty painful. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I stole that from Salmonella. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all right. <laughs> I, I'm not that funny. <laughs> but he's uh he he's just terrible. He belongs in that in that category with uh. The guy from Miniature and the guy from something, 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 Harris Ford. 
whatever that episode's called. <laughs> but he, he's autistic as hell, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's definitely ADHD to the max. He, he's fucking irritating, I should say. He he but, constantly talks, and he's like, eh, try that out for size. Eh, eh, check that out. That's the that's the bee's knees, like those kind of things. It just keeps going and going and going. Am I the only one that actually dug his idea for this for the flat hot dog? It's not a terrible idea, but aren't they? What was the company name? The company that made like makeup or something like that. Uh, women's. It wasn't women's undergarments. It was women's under. Uh, Wires. How to say it? No, he said. <laughs> I don't remember. Women's under. It wasn't undergarments. But it was women's clothing, but something they wear under their clothing. Let's find out. Yeah. Uh, got it. it. Obviously, McNulty has got it. Two words, Mr. McNulty, have probably never been spoken here or elsewhere. Thank you, sir. Yes, I've just gone through the residue, the suggestion box, covering the past three-month period. And here is one of your suggestions, dated March the 13th. Make hot dogs flat so that they can fit easily into a hamburger bun. How about that? You think about that now. Make tin cans square so that they can be stacked together more easily in garbage cans. Isn't that a gas? Put small pontoons in field packs of soldiers so that when they cross rivers, they can get across by themselves. That one is worth a million bucks just as it stands. You see, the soldiers go into the water and they got these cans on the back of the Cooper Corporation makes ladies' foundation garments. It doesn't have anything to do with hamburgers, hot dogs, tin cans, or national defense. Foundation. Foundation. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, so undergarments, foundation garments. There you go. What the fuck are foundation garments? Not a fucking clue. Because foundation is makeup, garments are clothing. What's foundation garments? I don't know. I'll Google it real quick. I have it right here. I have to Google up, you know, <laughs> the G double L, I mean, double O. Yeah, I can read. Um, okay. Google. Google. Point is, he goes in there, he starts spotting all this non- nonsense bullshit. He blah, 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 blah. He goes to the bar. He scares everyone out of the bar. That fucking bartender has to deal with this guy. You know what? Call the fucking cops on this guy. Get him the fuck kicked out of there. Why is he dealing with this guy ruining his entire business? The guy owns a bar and he can't have patrons because this guy doesn't shut the fuck up. Kick him out of there. Don't let him back in there. End of story. I I honestly would have kicked him out a long time ago. Okay, dictionary. Foundation garment. A woman supporting garment such as a girdle. Okay. There you go. Girdle. You know, the yeah. string thing that makes women pass out because they can't breathe. <gasps> I'm filthy. Yeah. I'm so I'm fat. not fat. I'm just it's I'm just it's just my time of the month, I swear. To I, pull it tighter. That <laughs> shit is so pathetic. It, it it's can you imagine if because men wear girls too, they don't acknowledge it. But I would never fucking do that because fuck that. That is so uncomfortable. Can you imagine not breathing all day and be like, I'm thin going home and be like, Oh, a piece of shit in the mirror. Uh, God. <laughs> You know, foundation garments are the leading cause of why um, tusk seals are almost extinct. Tusk seal? Uh, really? Yeah, you know those seals with the t- ivory tusks? Yeah. yeah, they're almost extinct because of garments. Uh, 
the, the girdles because for some reason they would use their teeth to kind of go in and out with the laces. And, and I don't I know. I mean, why. it was a big fashion thing back in the day, but not so much anymore. You can just put plastic on there and be fine. Yeah. Today, so now you can blame I mean, the ocean being ruined on this shit. Yeah, but back then they didn't really have regulation on extinctions. No. <laughs> you know? And Japan buff- still doesn't get here. You know, there's no Buffalo Roman pasture house right now, are there? There's a good reason. So many <laughs> Buffalo. There was. <laughs> until the white man showed up. <laughs> How many stories end with okay. until the Tatunka. white man showed up? Tatunka. Tatunka. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turn me into girdle. I hold fat white ladies heft in. And like, men now. Yeah. See, it, it, they were okay when it was just the women, and then the men caught on, and that's when they almost went extinct. <laughs> Usually yeah. how it goes, yeah. The Norwegians, or not the Norwegians, uh, New, Newfoundland, 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 Newfoundland? Canadians? Yeah, the Canadians are the ones that, uh, you know, because I, I guess they live all around there. Let's get Scott on here. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's no, be lectured okay. to. Yeah. I mean, he'll tell us all about, I don't know, HVAC and how ivory has something to do with it, I'm sure. Somehow. Yeah. What really ruined it, like that sort of thing. What's that? He'll start going to the. No, what really ruined it was an HVAC when, like, blah, 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 and just keep going and going and going. So let's avoid that. Oh, yeah. I've, we've had, to, we've had talks. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Like I, I, I do this to escape my reality. I don't talk about work. <laughs> no. There's a reason I didn't undo that show so much anymore. It's gotten a lot better, buddy. Okay. Good. So you let's should get... come on tomorrow night. It'll be a lot of fun. Trust let's me. talk about Twilight Zone. Yes. So, so okay, so what not would you way do with a stopwatch? I can't believe this guy didn't rape a single person. I would do so much rape. Can we just say we're at if Casey didn't watch this episode for some fucking reason, you're watching and you're listening to a review episode about it. Clearly, we spoil. Some fucking drunk guy at the bar gives him the watch and he calls him a beer tender, which I thought was funny. Is the one funny joke in this wall is in a comedy that actually made me laugh. Play it because I don't remember it. Oh god, it's gonna take some time. Let me let me cue it up here. Here, let me fast forward. But point is, he gives him a watch and it's coming up right here. We go. Another beer? Uh, uh, uh. Here we go. He's going to meet him right now. It's what do you say? I say uh, 54, 40, or 5. I also say, damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. And on occasion, I will say, it takes a heap of living to make a house a home. Want another beer? Thank you very much. I would appreciate another beer. Two more beers, bartender. Two beers. Big deal. What's your name? Potts. Hmm, that's not a bad name. I was born with it. Seems to me there was a third baseman who used to play with a Phillies named Potts. Uh, Lou Potts, Bill Potts. Uh, couldn't be Botts. No, no, it's Potts. Two beers. You pay for this, McNulty? Of course, this guy just gave me his last dime. This guy happens to be my friend, Mr. Botts. Mm. Potts. Mm. And I'd appreciate a little respect from you. I bet you would, McNulty. You getting respect for me is about as easy as flagging down a cab on 46th and Broadway at 8 o'clock on New Year's Eve. (laughs) 
in the rain. <laughs> Never mind. Drink up, pal. What do you want to talk about? Want to talk about baseball? It's the great American sport. And I'm very happy that Abner Doubleday is so fit to invent This guy has no beer because it's all head. Your health, friends. Down the hatch. Mm -hmm. And now to thank you for your generosity, I have something for you. It's a gift. A small remembrance of our friendship. Mm, what is it? It's a stopwatch. An old family heirloom. <laughs> what do you do with it? I mean, it doesn't keep time. It's just a stopwatch. That is a fact. But it is yours. You may have it. What will I do with it? Stopwatch. Frank, yes. It, the man's like, what am I going to do with it? It doesn't tell time. I'm like, do you? It's, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's not like I gave you a watch and you said, this isn't a watch. It doesn't tell time. He really focused it's, on the wrong part of that word. Yeah, it's like, hey, here's a stopwatch. Oh, thanks. What's it? Well, I mean, it doesn't tell time. It's just a stopwatch. Like. It's like, here, here's my alarm clock. Well, it doesn't calculate anything. Like, no, it's, it's an alarm for yeah. when, you, when you're asleep. It's like, here, I, I, you know, I got you this toaster. It's like, yeah, but it's not a microwave. I can only make toast in it. I can't make pizza. <laughs> Fuck is this shit? Like, yeah. If it's a toaster oven, you can make pizza turnovers. It's not a toaster oven. You said toaster. I'm just saying. Well, someday you might own a racehorse, or you might want to run the mile, or launch an astronaut. Yeah, because well, we all have launched astronauts, and we know that if you're going to launch an astronaut, you... You need a good stopwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, old pal. Oh. E pluribus unum. I'm pretty sure that's what happened to Apollo 13. No stop. Hello, beer tender. There it is. Beer tender. Nice clientele. He said beer tender at the very end. I was right. <laughs> Congratulations. Woo! I had to blow the whole clip to hear it, but I got it right. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. God damn, that was a long way to go for that. It was still funny, though. I mean, there are funny parts to it, but just because it's so bad. The, the bartender was the only funny part of the entire episode. Yeah, because he gives him that watch, the stopwatch, I should say. It's a stopwatch. It doesn't tell time. It's a stopwatch. It, it stops It does exactly time. what it's supposed to do. Yeah, which is time things by stopping the time so you can restart it at any given time, therefore timing the actual amount of time something takes. It's a stopwatch. We all know what the fuck it is except this guy who has full of, full of ideas and, and wisdom and thinks he's the greatest guy in the world but doesn't know what the fucking stopwatch does. This guy's a fucking asshole. He immediately um, pauses the bartender when he drops a glass and he makes him sweep it up and freezes it. It's like... Uh... <sighs> Yeah, he does. Yeah, and then he goes home. He lives on like the tenth floor, twentieth floor, whatever, and just sticks his head out the window and. And then I I found it hysterical. All the all all the live shots that just are paused. Yeah, and they're all like way out in the country, but he's in middle New York City. Yeah, so he's pausing the world. I get it. I got it, Rod. He's pausing shit. <laughs> Got it. I don't need to see a farmer pause. I don't. And 
you know, the different scenes of of what they filmed of people being paused. They didn't film shit. It's stock footage. I know. One of them is, he could have saved a life, or who knows what the fuck happened there, because one of them is an airplane flying at a barn. He stops it, and then um, stops it, and the the plane hits the barn. (laughs) He goes right the fuck through it. I'm like, that was your chance to be a superhero right there. I know, right? But, you know, he's, yeah. But that was in, you know, Oklahoma, and he's in New York. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then we'll fly. I mean, can you fly a plane? If you're the only one, I mean, okay, you had a stopwatch and everything stopped. Can you drive? I go grab him the fuck out of there. Yeah, but then you'd have to hit the stopwatch again so you could use it. You don't have to right? use it. Just go grab the guy out of there, pull him to the side, and the fucking plane can fuck off. Who cares? No, my point being is what I'm asking is if he steps into a, a car, say. That's yeah, the paused. car would not move. The car wouldn't move at all. Even if he was in it, yeah, okay, he can move, but the car sense. won't. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, he can move objects like that. He can move. He could go push the car out of the way, but or push I mean, something in front it, of the car. It's a very useful thing. I would, I would rob, I would rob a lot of banks. He tries. Let's just say he tries. He fails. He's a fucking idiot. His first move is after I stop a uh, uh, stock footage. His second move is then. I'm going to move the bases at the Mets game and then drink everyone's beers. Which is disgusting, by the way. Especially today. You did that today. You got corona, my friend. You got yep. it. Yep. Yep. This is not a good time to be doing that shit. This guy back in the you know 60s shouldn't be doing that either. It's just fucking gross. Like half drink beers? No, thank you. We do not condone this type of behavior. Just want to put that out there. I do condone, if you could stop time, rape everybody. Who would you start with first? Definitely the blonde in the office. She's getting it right at the pooper. I'm I'm giving it to fucking everybody that fucked me over. Like, this bartender's getting one right in the pooper. He's getting one right there. And be like, and then when you're like later, there's a, there's a upright citizens brigade sketch. And if you remember that from the early 2000s. Yeah. Where he talks about the ass pennies, where he, he buys like $50 of pennies every day and sticks them up his ass. So that way, when he hands them out, he's like, I got the upper hand. I look at that guy and go, you've touched my ass. You've handled my ass pennies. That's what I would do. Shit like that. Like, motherfucker, I got one on you. Even if you don't win, you still have a moral victory. <laughs> this is turning <laughs> real dark. Oh, wow. That's, um... I wouldn't rape anybody, by the way. It would be the boss first, and then the blonde. Everybody in the office, period. I wouldn't rape anybody, honestly, but I would start fucking with people in the worst way. Just like, instead, in this way, he puts, like, the feather duster in his pocket. Like, fuck at you. At least the oral. I would definitely make them perform oral. It's funnier to have someone else and then put someone else's dick in their mouth and then unfreeze time. That's, That's a funnier. Good idea. Yeah, dude. And everybody you see. Yeah. Pair, pair, like everybody. That would be great. And then you unfreeze time and you go, what the fuck? I'm in the middle of an orgy. We're in Times Square. Why are you guys sucking each other's dicks? That's weird, guys. You guys are <laughs> freaks. Anyway, go about your days. Tell your wives about this shit. Good luck with that. Yeah, really. It's like, honey, I swear I, I didn't mean to. Would a camera develop film? I don't think it would. 
I don't think you could take a picture of the things you did when you were frozen. Things did move, though. He did move things, so it's not like... He moved like... them, but, you know, when he pushed the camera button, it does a lot of... Like, think about back in the 60s. It would have to be film that would be developed. They had Polaroid shit like that back then, but it was rare. But let's just say they had it. It still wouldn't develop and print the picture in the moment. Did they have Polaroid in the 60s? I think so. Huh. Maybe not this early. Might have been like an early seventies thing. I don't know, but the point is, do you think? I don't think if you took a picture, it would, it would help you. No, that's a shame. That's a shame. That's a. But what you could do is prepare, unfreeze time, and then take the picture because you have a few seconds for they go. Like, oh god! What the? <laughs> before they freak out and they're like, "Oh, there's a dick in my mouth!" and they freak out and they, you know. Uh, Hopefully take the dick out of their mouth unless they're into that shit, in which case you help the guy out, so you're a superhero in some ways. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But this guy just moves the bases at the Mets game because this guy's so fucking boring. That's all he can do is move bases. He goes to rob, rob the bank. He doesn't rape anybody. He, he takes the cash out, and he drops the fucking watch. He's a fucking I'll, idiot. I'll, I'll say this. If I could, I would make sure McNabb lined up on his center and then his guard in the Super Bowl. So maybe he had that extra time and we would have won the first one in 04. I was rooting for you then. Um, it was 05. Whatever. But the 04 season. You know why I know that? It's because it was the day, it was a couple hours before the season, the Series premiere of American Dad, and that's more what I was focused on, was American Dad debuting. And I was like, okay, game's over. American Dad. <laughs> I was so excited. It's still my, it's still my favorite show. But Nice. Yeah, I was rooting for the Eagles in that one. I'm sorry. And then I got your fucking leftovers with McNabb. Thank you. Well, you, dude, I can't believe Tom Brady got 50 fucking large. Oh, for, for Tampa Bay. I can't believe he went to Tampa Bay, of all the places to go. No, no, he went to 50 fucking large. No, he chose where to go, and then he got paid. He didn't go, who's paying me the most? He, he went, all right, that's where I want to go. Now I'll work sure? on a contract. Oh, definitely. He could go anywhere in the fucking, in the, in the entire league, anywhere in the country. And he okay. chose Tampa Bay. You really think the Eagles would throw 50, 50, 50 K or 50 not, million? No, that's not the question. I, he he just debated where he wanted to go, and he went, I want to go here. What will you pay me? And maybe he would have had a, like, a debate after that, but he chose that, that team, which is just bizarre. Well, that team needs help. Yes, and exactly why I wouldn't go there if I were him. Maybe he likes the uniforms. Me personally, <laughs> they changed them. They changed them after he signed. Did they? Yeah, they changed their uniforms. What do they look like? The f fucking same kind of bullshit. Them and the Falcons have the exact same uniforms now. When we're Red, done, go look uh, up their new uniforms. They look exactly the same. Red and black. Yeah. So what? Like the so. Falcons? As of now, we have. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we have the Atlanta Falcons, we have the Arizona Cardinals that have the exact same fucking uniforms. The exact same ones. Why even have three different teams? I don't get it. They're the exact same thing now. I'm trying to think of other teams. Oh, Houston, maybe? Houston's kind of the same. Yeah. 
And maybe the no, Buffalo doesn't have anything. I mean, the red, but they're not, they're never black. I've never seen. No, Buffalo's either. got the blue at least. They got the blue behind them. Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're all the same fucking thing, and it's just so boring. It's the the, the day after the Buccaneers announced the uniforms and posted on Twitter. I looked at them, but the day after. Uh, the Falcons announced theirs. I'm like, they're in the same fucking division. And they announced their new uniforms. And I'm like, those like the ex- I can't even tell the difference. If you, put, if you put Buccaneers on those, I'd be like, oh, it's the same video. Why well, are you guys pranking us? But uh, it's a different team. Just the exact same thing. Very plain. Same, same right here. Same fucking thing. It's just, the, I, I don't know why they even, they announced it out of like jealousy in you know, some weird way. Because they really are the exact same uniforms. I, it's just so fucking pointless. I mean, Tampa Bay and Atlanta are very close to each other. Which is why they should have very different color schemes. They used to. Dude, I used to love the old Buccaneer orange and white. Were they orange? I don't remember. Yeah, it was the orange Buccaneer on a white helmet. They were orange. I don't... Orange, white. Hmm. So long ago, I don't remember at that point. (laughs) It's weird. And, and, yeah, in Seattle was... uh, it was a different color. It was like a green and silver. Yeah, and they had the blue and just the just the Seahawk logo. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Like, I had a bunch of cards back in the day. <clears throat> it's mostly oh, I remember football shit. Speaking, of, yeah, and uh, you remember Greg Mo, uh, Greg Brown, uh, inside linebacker next to Reggie Brown during uh, back in the eighties no. defensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles. No. Me neither. However, <laughs> he is a patient of Missy's sister, so uh, I got a card signed. Oh, uh, nice. So, yeah. I mean, he played... <laughs> dude, he, he had 53 sacks for his career, two touchdowns, and, uh, yeah, he had a pretty decent career, to be honest. Uh, and speaking of which, he, he did three, four years for the Eagles, and then he finished up his career like four or five years for the Falcons. And we're back to the fucking Falcons. Let's back. Let's go back to Twilight Zone. So he he drops the watch and everyone freezes. And actually I pulled up the, the uh, episode and I just want to go through the insane stock footage that Rod picked that he hangs out the window and somehow sees all this. (laughs) Okay. So it's the, one of those big, you know, bubble helicopters that, you know, uh, the National Guard used back in the 60s. They're weird looking, right? And let's see. What else does he stop? Okay. Uh, for some reason, there's a big march of, I want to say, Russian soldiers marching. No reason <laughs> at all. Yeah, he's right? got traffic, and then we got the helicopter, and yeah. we got the Russian soldiers. And then we got an old Irish street cop directing horses in like 1930s cars. Yeah, so he's a standing red light. And then we got Malibu traffic. Of course. Oh. And then we have the ocean and some or some palm trees and some cows going by. For some reason, a stampede. And then we got a fucking rodeo. No, it's a course race. Okay, it's a horse race. It's some guy chops a tree down. <laughs> you got a tree falling down. And then, then we, we got, got someone jet skiing. Oh, or skiing. Yep. And then we got the plane crashing into the, into the shed. <laughs> and he does nothing to save them. 
That's it. And that and and that's it. It's this biplane and just smash. <laughs> it's yeah. gotta be remote control. That had to be remote control. Or the guy bailed at the last minute. Because they I mean, unless the stunt man was that insane, which oh he it, okay, it was probably a stunt man. Back then, they were like, you get your ass in that plane, and you crash into that ball. Well, it could have been a stuntman. It could have been, a, you know, it's test footage, and he literally crashed into a barn. Or it could have been, like, for a movie, in which case you're looking at a stuntman. Maybe he, did, he bailed out. Who knows what they bought? Who knows? But ultimately, he robs a bank, drops a fucking watch. It, everyone freezes for good. He runs around to all his familiar little fucking stomping grounds. He goes to the bar. He goes to work. He goes everywhere. And then everyone's frozen still. And he's like, come on, come on. And as I, I would say, it's by far the best frozen actors on this show so far. They did a great job, didn't they? They did. They did a really good job. It was to the point where I was focusing. I was hyper-focusing so hard to see if they actually combined two different recordings. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it did like, seem like he was superimposed into it, but no, yeah, they they yeah. did a really good job. It's, do you remember Eulogy when they were just like, it's like I, I just I just won senator or whatever the fuck that guy won, mayor, oh, yeah. and he's just like everyone's doing this like because they've been doing it for like an hour and a half, just like shaking. I would say that's number one in the worst. Number two would be the one with, uh, you know. Um, Parodying, and he goes down to the valley with the Union soldiers. Still Valley. Still Valley. Yeah. I mean, they have, like, literally, like, nine-foot rifles. Luckily, they give them nothing in this episode to hold, so they're all just sitting there at the bar, like, holding nothing. Like, I'm looking at this still image right now. The guy's literally holding a beer, an empty beer thing in his hand, and that's it. That's the most action you get out of this, and the guy's fine. Everyone did a good job, though. And he's just like freaking out, and then it's like Rod comes up, and I'm like, "That's wait, that's it, that's that's it. All right, I guess that's all we're doing." Like, I and not for nothing when it breaks, right? And no matter how many times he clicks it, nothing will happen, right? Yeah, it's amazing how fast he goes from zero to holy shit, you know. At least it took Burge a little while to build up to it. Yeah. This guy went right for like zero to a hundred of this guy of, also of, had a lot more, you know, visible proof. Like the watch was broken and he tried it. There's not a whole lot of stopwatch can do. But I'm like, but, can't you go fix it? I don't know. It's got yeah, parts like, in it, therefore you can fix it. You have time to go to the library. I always you, think about when you stop time. Uh, can't, like there's a there's a there's a whole world here where he's gonna unfreeze time and be visibly older. Like if it, like if it took him twenty years to fix that watch, he would unfreeze time and be twenty years older. Time is relative. So he's in a time he's in a time that's moving. Nobody else is. So suddenly everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck, dude? You look sh- shit." It's like, hey, how did you? Uh... How did you all of a sudden become, you know, wheelchair bound and bald? Decrepit. What the fuck happened to you? McNulty. I mean, uh, what happened? <laughs> like, all that booze and hookers, McNulty. 
What did you do with McNulty? <laughs> yeah, there, I, I'm fascinated with that sort of shit. I don't know. Does Rod have an outro with this one? Let's find out. He used it and he... Oh, oh. Say something! Help! Mr. Patrick Thomas McNulty, <laughs> who had a gift of time. He used it and he misused it. And now he's just been handed the bill. Tonight's tale of motion and McNulty in the Twilight Zone. Can you rewind that? What did he say? Let's find out. Mr. Patrick Thomas McNulty, who had a gift of time. He used it and he misused it. And now he's just been handed the bill. Tonight's tale of motion and McNulty what? in the Twilight Zone. They say bill because they're showing the bar now. Oh, the he, now he's been handed the bill. Yeah. Oh. What do you think he said? Dough. No, that's the opposite. I know. It can't be. Now he's just been handed the dough. This motherfucker didn't rape a single person anyway. Twice. It's just what I hear. That's all. That's all right. I gave this episode a five. Five out of ten. That means it's terrible. That means it doesn't quite meet my expectations of at least six is where I start liking it. Yeah, I would say this is a five and a half, I would say, because I somewhat enjoyed it. It did fly by. The blonde made me laugh. And uh, he was annoying, but I'm glad he got his in the end. Eh, he can just fix the watch if he comes the fuck down. So does he? I would say yes. I would also say watch the freeze frame at the end uh, as I'm right here because it looks like a lady's head is just sitting on the bar. Is is her head just sitting there or is she sitting behind the bar? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, the very last with 30, 38 seconds left. I'm like, it's just her head. It looks like it's just sitting on the bar. Like The bartender's like, here's my head, my sweet collection. I'll bring out one a day. The rest has got to go in the freezer. Yeah, I'm watching. I don't see it. Pause it at the very end. Fine. I'm show the bartender reaching in for some popcorn. Crap, I went too far. Come on, Frank. Get your shit together. Oh, baby. <laughs> um, I'm just not used to this. Because uh, I have the Lenovo plane. Because, uh, you know, I would have all this recorded on my iPad if I didn't shatter my brand new iPad Pro, you know, 11-inch, 512-gig freaking ball-bass iPad. And I shattered it, ironically, as I was trying to put the screen protector on. So if I wasn't trying to do that, I'd still, I'd still have a problem. If you could have stopped time, though. Could have caught that bitch on the way down. Yeah, and I had a case on it that it should have protruded past the front. It didn't because it went splat. And you know that sound when it hits flat? There's no, you know, because it hits the corners. No. And I knew it was just, I knew. I'm like, oh, no. I just broke about 1,600 bucks. And uh, at least I had insurance, and they sent me the check for it because it was too new and they didn't have one. 
And uh, yeah, I spent that. So I still owe sixteen hundred dollars in price. <laughs> wow. What are you gonna do? Times are tough. <laughs> so we have no outro for Raw. Oh, we did that, but we don't have a next week. But next week is last night of a jockey. So we'll be here which, for that. Uh, which did did you watch it? Yeah. I lo- I loved it. Come on. Fucking don't blow your wad before we start it. I'm just saying that's something to say. I, 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 I dug it with with a with a shovel. That's good to know. We'll Thank talk you. about that next time. You know what we should uh, do sometime is actually f- fulfill our promise of sending someone the Blu-ray collection. No, that's what I, I was going to bring up. Um, you have the hat ready, don't you? No. We'll do that yeah. for a Living Doll episode. Okay. Don't I don't know what you that. just said. You whispered something on camera? No. I didn't do anything. I don't I have it. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I think I know what you said. So let's talk about that next time, though. Um, yeah, we'll, okay, cho- we'll choose so, a winner. So are you going to cut up? Because uh, we have, what, like 12? And I, I think 12 or 13 re- people reviewed. Uh, you know, they did the whole thing. Subscribe, reviewed, five stars. Thank you, everybody. Something for, like that. Huh? Something like that. We'll, we'll assemble them. Yeah, the last time I checked was like two weeks ago. It was like 13. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for doing that. Really yeah. We, we kind of stopped pitching it only because, you know, well, so and we, we're off. And the only time we did pitch it was at the end of the shows. So the real hardcore listeners that, that deserve it would win it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, because you went through the steps. You went to iTunes. We really appreciate it. You know, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, anything you want to pitch before we go? Um, <clears throat> Way Off Topic Radio. We've been doing it live on YouTube. Uh, go to Way Off Topic Radio. Hit subscribe. Hit the bell. And um, every Saturday night, uh, we've been pretty much clockwork. Uh, 11 o'clock my time. So 10 o'clock Central. 9 o'clock. Y- you know, so basically 11 o'clock Eastern. Uh, you know, we record the uh, show live on a 30-second delay. Uh, Scott has a pretty good setup uh, going now. And, um, a, lot, you know, a lot of times Phoenix comes on um, or we have some guests or it's just Scott and I, but we usually go for about an hour. Try to keep it at that. And the great thing is you could jump in, watch us record it, you know, talk about what's going on. And we do like to take some suggestions or some topics from, you know, the uh, chat every once in a while. And it's a good dichotomy. We don't always look at it, but it's working out. When, I, when I'm on, I, I watch that chat. So Yeah, so do I. So, yeah, go check that out. Um, I will say go f- follow our Patreon subscribers, Raiders of the Lost Flicks, at RaidersoftheLostFlicks.com, and R-O-T-L Flicks at Twitter, something like that. <laughs> Just search for Raiders of the Lost Flicks. You'll find them. Anyway, um, LAWCs.com, Loitering Wonderland on Patreon and YouTube. Subscribe there, and that's it. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Frank Lynx, uh, broadcasting from Red Dragons Radio Studios in uh, Southern Jersey. Sure. Sure you are. Fucking liar. 
what it is. It, this is Retro Radio Studios, you know, East. Uh, they sponsored uh, it? They sponsored your, your studio? Uh, no, I'm, I'm partners. I'm coming from the uh, Arby's studio in Phoenix, Arizona. If, We're not food. We're Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, go check out season four of this show, the actual season four that we did. I was so bored with season four that almost every episode I tried to pitch Arby's. I have a note here that says, sponsor, Arby's. And I tried to do it without Frank noticing, <laughs> but I did it almost every episode. Did they notice? I don't know if you noticed. I did it a bunch. I don't read the bios of our shows. <laughs> Not the bios. I did it on the air. Go check it out. Go re-listen to some of the later episodes. You'll hear sponsors that I just pitched for no reason. I was so bored for season oh, four. That, you mean that, that you added in post? No. I added it while you're on the mic with me. Oh, because, by the way, I did listen to the one where you went over all of the... Uh, um, the ads. All the commercials that you've done. Yeah. And, dude, that that was just for... It was like 40 minutes long, too. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a while. And it was 40 minutes of gold. <laughs> I was laughing my... <laughs> I had to stop listening to it at work because I was laughing too hard. <laughs> that was for season three. Each season, I tried to do something different. Um, season five so far has been, up to this episode, has been having guests on the air. One guess, but yes. No, that's fine, but, but so, something something different. And you know what? He jowls with us pretty well. He does. I feel bad for not inviting him today. It's only because we started going, all right, let's record. It's been a while. So he didn't have enough heads up, so we would have had to delay a lot and probably put it off until next week if we had to do that. So sorry, yeah, Adam. But I, I but I do definitely want to say thank you for him shouting us out. Though. That was cool. Definitely. Raiders of the Lost Flick, guys, uh, yeah. on YouTube. Let's let's go. Let's let's leave. Let's not be here uh, anymore. Yeah. Bye. Until we did that. Bye. <laughs>